welcome to our time of prayer and meditation. If you're just joining us for the first time this week, this is a time, usually every Wednesday night here in Japan or morning if it's in America, where we take some time out of our week and get into what it means to pray and kind of practice a little bit of what we preach. Now, you may have some experience with praying, or you may be utterly and totally new to the experience, whichever it is. I want you to know that you're welcome here, and I'm glad that you've decided to join us. I wanted to start today's time of prayer by talking to you a little bit about some of the different types of prayer that you might come across in your own spiritual journey. Now, it's easy to think that prayer is just, well, prayer, a, a single personal thing that you do in your own time, in your own way, as a means of just chatting with the Almighty from the safety and security of your own heart and soul. However, personal prayer isn't the only type of prayer. In fact, what we're doing now and what we do when we come together during this time every week is kind of like what we would do when we come together during a church worship service, or at least as we would do in a church worship service before the pandemic. Now, this isn't personal prayer at all. This is public prayer. And the goal of a public prayer is often very different from a private, personal prayer. Personal prayer, you see, is about reconciling yourself to God. But public prayer isn't like that at all. You're not examining your own walk with God, your own actions or sins or worries, cares and concerns. Instead, you're looking at the way your community walks with God, and you're doing it together with that community. You're examining the responsibilities that we all share for the things in our community, the things that we may have done as a group that have pulled us away from God, taken us off the path of righteousness, or, as is increasingly more common in some communities of faith, the things that we've done that have actively hurt people. Of course, when we go from here, there are even more types of prayer to consider. Prayers of thanksgiving, prayers of celebration, prayers of intercession, and many more. But today, I wanted to focus on one in particular, and one that, if you've come across, you may have had some trouble with in the past, and that is the prayer of confession. Now, prayers of confession do always get a bit of a bad rap. It's really easy to think that the point of a prayer of confession is to make you feel bad. You know, like a little kid apologizing to their parents so they don't get in trouble for stealing the hair clippers and shaving the neighbor's dog or something like that. But the truth is, like most forms of prayer, the point isn't really self-flagellation or about appeasing a potentially angry God. That It honestly doesn't track with our understanding of a God who loves us all so dearly. The point of confession, in particularly communal public confession, is to give us all the space to wrestle 
with our own culpability in systems and institutions that may have done damage, even if we ourselves didn't directly contribute, either knowingly or willfully, and to provide an environment in which we can embrace our feelings of guilt or remorse over these things and, in acknowledging them as sins, lift these feelings off of our own hearts and give them up to God. Now, this kind of prayer is a vital part of our spiritual lives. It allows us to be free of the burdens of sin and guilt so we can approach the still very real consequences of sin in and around us with a clear mind and a hopeful heart, ready and willing to both see good and do good in the world around us. So today, as we pray, I'm going to do pretty much like I did last week and give a brief period of silence after each section of the prayer. And in that time of silence, I want to invite you to acknowledge how you feel, to see the feelings you might have of guilt as a participant in systems of injustice or oppression, and shine a light on that ever-present sense of pressuring guilt that I know lurks in all our hearts, telling us how we haven't done enough or haven't been enough. Really acknowledge these feelings. Experience the depth of them and then, very deliberately, and this is important, let them go. Give them up to God. And at the end, we'll take some time to remember with joy that these things are taken from us for good. And we'll enter the rest of the week with the love and empowerment of a God who cares for us, who loves us like no one else can. So with that in mind, let's pray. God of light and mercy, loving and caring creator, father, mother, indescribable all. You are the unknowable, all-powerful, incomprehensible force of nature, the whisper of wind that underscores creation, the beating heart that gives life and love to us all, flowing from your goodness into our own imperfect hearts. In this time and space of prayer, we come to acknowledge the ways we have not lived up to the promise of that love the ways in which we haven't acted out the calling of justice and mercy that your love places within us all. Lord God, in your mercy, we ask that you sit with us for a moment as we dredge up from the depths of our hearts those ways in which we have failed lately to be loving as you are loving, to be kind as you are kind, and to be merciful as you are merciful. God of unbounded grace, lover of all, who wants that none should perish, we place before you all of those times in our lives in which we have sown division and prejudice. 
We lift up to you with sorrow all of those times where we have allowed racism to flourish among us without challenge, where we have seen sexism and misogyny grow in our hearts, in our communities, and in our cultures, and not seen it worthy of confronting. We lift up to you all those structures that have grown among our nations like cancers, wrapping their tendrils around black and brown bodies while we struggle to work up the willpower to tear them out. Lord God, in your mercy we ask that you sit with us for a time and take from us the burden of guilt that we may be empowered to do your work of justice in all these places where evil bigotry and hatred have been suffered to grow. God of tearful mercy, we acknowledge that whatever we may want However strongly we may oppose, our very existence in the nations in which we live contributes, both through our action and inaction, to the engines and weapons of war that reach around the world just to rend families apart in merciless hailstorms of fire and death. We stand helpless before the profundity of a war machine that tears life and liberty from so many, powered by our own misleading dedication to preserving a freedom for ourselves that was never once in jeopardy. Lord God, in your mercy, move us towards whatever small, narrow path might wind away from a state of perpetual war and towards a world of peace and mercy where children shall not live to see their parents destroyed, where parents shall not mourn their babies, and the refugee shall be no more. God of plenty, we offer up to you our realization of all the ways in which we have participated in the destruction of your beautiful creation. What was meant to be boundless in bounty, always growing and regenerating, has been laid waste by a trillion small moments of our own greed and unwillingness to be inconvenienced. With every cup of coffee, every plastic bag, every plastic, well, anything really, we have allowed our own desires to dump waste across the canvas you painted with the whispering brush of creation. Lord God, in your mercy, forgive us our greed and desire for comfort above all, and inspire in us a willingness to be inconvenienced that creation might live again. God who sees and knows all. In the depth of our hearts lie sins that we are too afraid to name. Things that we are so afraid to bring to you that we tremble when they even brush against the backs of our minds. 
as a people together, we can't begin to imagine the long-reaching consequences of our corporate actions, the echoes of hurt and pain that our communities, our nations, and our peoples have caused with unthinking actions, and often with thoughtful actions. And as individuals, we all share in common the possession of dark and painful secrets, sins that we have committed and cannot rectify. Lord God, in your mercy, set us free as we place these things before you, knowing that you can see even those things that we cannot bring ourselves to claim. Lord, as we leave these things with you, that Christ wasn't actually sent to us to act as some obscure sacrifice against the rage of an angry, offended God. We realize that Christ didn't die because God needed to balance some cosmic scales of justice. We realize now with joy that God's love is so great, God's mercy so sincere and profound, that God saw fit to come here and bear on God's self a human experience so severe, a suffering so painful that it could stand as the consequence for every sin. We realize that because of this love, because of Christ, we are able to leave these sins at the feet of God and walk away from them a people free, a people forgiven. The damage we have caused with our sins remains in the world, waiting for us to bring God's love to bear, to reconcile and repair. But for the moment, we can take joy in the fact that these sins no longer have to weigh on our hearts We needn't fear, we needn't self-flagellate or pummel ourselves with guilt, but can simply accept the loving arm of our God who doesn't hold us to account for our sins, but releases us from the hold they have on our lives. Lord God, architect and example of love, thank you for sharing that abounding love that you have for us and for doing for us something we never could do for ourselves, for taking away the guilt and shame that we carry, for picking us back up from where we have fallen and setting us once again on a path to do your justice, to love your kindness and to walk with you humbly now and forevermore. Amen. So I want to thank you again for joining us for this time of prayer and meditation. As always, this is just a drop in the bucket of other things that are going on in the life and ministry of this small little community. Coming up on Sunday, or excuse me, on Saturday, is our next conversations class. Um, This is a meeting we have every Saturday where we're talking about what it means 
to be a church in this new and confusing era. This week, this group is going to be talking about organization. What does it mean to be a part of, say, a denomination? What does it mean to share this new and awkward space with other Christians and with other Christian groups as we all struggle towards this kind of uncertain future together? The meeting is happening on our Discord server at uh, 10.30 p.m. on Saturday, Japan time, and that's 8.30 a.m. Eastern time, Saturday morning, for you folks in the States. I really want to invite you to come join us if you can. Uh, The more the merrier. We are always happy to have new and different voices in this conversation. I hope we'll see you there. On Sunday, of course, uh, we have our weekly sermons come out. And if you're interested in participating in this a little bit, we're always looking for people to read some scriptures. As much as my daughter Claire does a wonderful job, um, and those of you who have participated already do a wonderful job as well, the more voices we can hear, the better. So if you're interested, let me know and we'll get you in there. And of course, don't forget on Thursdays to head over to the the Facebook uh, profile page there And check out the readings uh, of the Psalms from the trails that I've been doing every week. Uh, For those of you who don't know, every week, uh, barring cold weather because I'm a big, big baby, I take my Bible up the various hundreds and thousands of years old trails in the mountains around Kobe here, find a nice little spot and read and meditate on one of the Psalms. So... Tune into that. That'll be on Facebook Live. It's not on this particular channel, so keep an eye out for that. Lastly, we have a few other things in the works, too. Um, I'm actually, we're looking at offering our very first Bible study or Christian education class on the Discord server, maybe sometime in the next month. We're looking for good ideas for topics and looking to see who's interested, maybe figuring out some good times. Uh, If you have... uh, pressing thing that you really want to talk about, let me know. And that might be the thing that we decide to make our very first class about. Always eager to hear from you all about what you're interested in learning about and studying about and discussing together as a community. Lastly, and most importantly, and I say this every time, and I hope you all know it, each and every one of you is important. Each and every one of you is cared about and loved by God and by me. So going forward into this week, you are in my prayers. And I know that wherever you go, wherever you are, whenever you are, God is with you. And my thoughts and prayers are with you too. Have a great week. Take care.